Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Berserker01, Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender here at the Astro Pub and your facilitator here on the Captain's Table. What is the Captain's Table, you might ask? Well, this is a live stream that I do every, not every Saturday, but on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, where I bring people from the Star Citizen universe of the community to come talk about the game. Sometimes we have specific topics, sometimes it's just general, sometimes about specific an event, what have you. And, and today I'm joined by uh, a new face and a newer face, uh, uh, someone who's been here for a little time, brand new person, not only to Captain's Table, but one of the, or almost brand new to the game. So we'll start with you, Moon. Who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen and where can they find you? What's up, everybody? My name is Moonwatcher. It's a uh... With um, zeros instead of O's, I can be found on Twitch. Um, brand new player. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. And you told us before the show that you were like, this is your, your brand new to like online games even. Yes. The only other game that I've uh, played online and clocked this, this many hours is Elite Dangerous. I don't play Elite anymore. That's, uh, you're not that new. So you're, you're newish to Star Citizen in the sense that, but not new to space games. So. That makes sense. Not yeah, not new to space games, but in but in the grand scheme of Star Citizen, I've been in it for eight months. Yeah, that's uh, it's a drop in the bucket compared to Elite. You're sure. a convert, yeah. and that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> we we used to call y'all y'all the refugees just because the um, <laughs> because Odyssey was so bad that so many people were like, I got to find something to do, and so they started doing Elite. It's like, oh yeah, welcome. <laughs> yeah, we, I've I've I've, att- I've since then attained my citizen status, so. No longer a refugee. I'm a citizen. <laughs> you know, you're, after uh, after one year, you're a grizzled veteran. That's, that's, I'm, that's the rule. I'm in it. I'm in it. Yep. No turning back now. Uh, all right. And then we've got Gal. Gal, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? Where can they find you? Hello. My name is Gal. Uh, I can be found on Twitch. And I'm also starting to post more stuff on YouTube. Uh, at which I want to make an apology to the Eradicator. <laughs> what do you do? So the Eradicator's been doing a um, YouTube series on recreating Star Wars in Star Citizen. I don't know if you've seen it. No. But um, so he's been doing like all of the scenes. Like he'll do like the chase up to the Death Star and stuff like that. But he hires people in game to do the scenes and pays them AUEC. So he hired online and I. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, I know where this is going. <laughs> I just posted a video about it, but it's t- it's titled Online Gallon Rogue Laughing for Five Minutes. So you can probably <laughs> imagine what happened. I'm going to remind uh, myself to post that link right above uh, Moonwatcher, Watcher's uh, head right there. It'll be a link there to watch that video if you want to go watch it. For those of you who don't know yeah. Online, Online is. He's a character. I'll just say that. He's, He's an icon in the Star Citizen community. <laughs> there, there are a couple people that I'd put into the same same levels as online. People like uh, like um, um, I, I had a name that it just left my brain right as I I, I thought about it. I was going to say Steve. That's the wrong one. Um, but yeah, I he is an he's. He, if you want to blame anyone for the MPUV being chosen for to win, it's online's fault. He was the one who is not just a follower of the of of our mighty Orange King, the Argo MPUV. He's a zealot. He's the Pope of the religion that that uh, <laughs> that pushed that thing. So, 
Uh, anywho, uh, and yeah, you, you can find you, uh, is it Gallagher 07, right? Yeah, so it's Gallagher 07 on everything. Uh, I'll be there somewhere. Wait, uh, wait, it's not, the... it's not Gallagher? Gallagher? <laughs> wait a minute, have I been getting it wrong this whole time? <laughs> oh. Online got... was my mod for two years before I found out that it was <laughs> Gallagher, <laughs> Gallagher <laughs> Not two Ooh. years, but yeah, he knew me for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Gallagher O seven. <laughs> it's literally just my last name. Yeah, <laughs> not that creative. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, Gallag or, Heroes, it, you know, yeah, or like Gal- Gallag Hero O seven. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I'm I'm an identical twin. I'm used to being called the wrong thing. I really don't care. I find it funny when it's uh, said wrong. You need to you need to bring you're a your twin. There's two of you out there. Mm-hmm. You need to bring wow. your twin yep. on to stream one day. And just, uh, just, just, just put them on, and be like, "What's going on, Gal? What's uh, you know, my, like? My name's not Gal." <laughs> he has been on stream before, but um, that would actually be really funny. Just, just, just get, him, get up him a, and, like, get him like a little, a little goatee, like a, a paste on goatee, so he can be the 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 evil Gal, um, <laughs> like like the, the the mirror universe Gal. Uh, yeah, he doesn't play much Star Citizen, so he have no idea what he was doing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's get on to the topic for today because this is the last show of 2022. Um, and I figured we'd do a little bit of a recap, uh, kind of a year in ret- retrospective and looking forward. So we're going to start with the year of 2022. Uh, and I'm going to start with you, Gal, on this, with the, ask this question because my, my freaking video froze for some reason. But uh, <laughs> I was like, is it frozen? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just that good. I'm a ventriloquist. Uh, Someone take a screenshot. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Um, Gal, what is your overall opinion of this year? Goods, bads, what, and give me, kind of give me like a, a good solid number rating for this year between one and 10. What would you rate this year? Number ratings a hard one. I mm-hmm. think towards this end of the year, it's actually picked up. And I think that might be a little bit of a different opinion to what other people have, but like, Last year, they released the live patch. It was super broken over Christmas. Mm-hmm. I I got so tilted. I, I took like a three-month break. <laughs> I didn't play till March. Um, so it was a really bad start to the year. And I think this has been a very tech-focused year, um, which is important, obviously. Um, so I don't think it has been the best year in terms of like content and stuff. Like We had a lot of events recycled. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a lot of positives as well. Um, I think I would rate the year like a 6 out of 10. Wow. <laughs> Which is pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh. Although I am like... Because there's a lot of like things that have come up that were not issues before that have become issues like the Alter Fawing stuff mm-hmm. um, and like a, a lot of different things. Um, so like it's still fun, but a lot of issues, you know, mm-hmm. as expected. But um, yeah, I give it a six. It's uh, it's been a rough year, Moon. but that's okay because that's how it works. That's how game dev is. Yeah, and it's sometimes some years are good or better than others. So, uh, Moon, your your yeah. thoughts? So this is your first year in Star Citizen. Uh, um, it's been eight months, eight not months. even a year. Yeah, yeah, not even a year. What are your thoughts on this year so far? 
your, with your fresh new eyes. What is what is what uh, you know goods and bads, and then you know your, what would you rate this year based off of your experience? Um, well, kind of kind of like what Gal just said there. At least for me, because I've been streaming this game since day one, since I started playing it. Um, my my Star Citizen feels the chart. There's two different lines. I feel like that as a as a content creator, it um, it progressively got more and more difficult to to make good content. You know, the the game itself was kind of drying out a little bit, so really had to get creative with that. So that definitely takes points away f- from it for me. Uh, but as a player, it's um it's been it's been amazing. Like since I I came in right before Invictus. And as soon as I got my sea leg and upgraded to a different ship, um, they upped the server caps. And then Siege of Orison came in, and then Jumptown came in. All these things, all these things that I've never experienced before. Again, going from a cap of fifty to I've I've seen servers up to what one twenty, one thirty. So the max they've gone up is like one forty uh, at one point. So. It's amazing. My my first days went from a, a desolate feeling verse. I would actually jump from station to station without running into a single soul to now I can't even step out of my habs without running into somebody having to share the elevator. So there's been a lot of changes and it, it has been an emotional roller coaster. I'd like to say that it was 100% positive, but it wasn't all positive, you know, multiple yeah. stream snipes and witness a bunch of you know less than less than ideal behavior from players who've been playing this game for a while so but if i if i had to give an overall score i would i would probably give it an eight an eight out of ten interesting Mm. yeah Um, if i had to give a rating for like what it was right now i'd probably give an eight too but like mm. just the I think the six is harsh, but that like reflects my view over the entire year. So uh, I'll chime in with my my thoughts because I think this year had some very big additions, and I agree with Moon on this one. Like I still think that people underestimate the sheer volume of people. That's just how many people are added. It's insane. Literal like, more than double. Yeah, more than double the number of people have been added to the to the game. Almost triple the number of people can be added to it to a server, which is insane considering we also had a huge performance boost. Like I can't even imagine what like I, I can't remember how bad it was in like three fifteen. I know it was not great, but it wasn't terrible. But then we got something like twenty or thirty FPS boost just from one patch with three seventeen. Yeah, three fifteen was the last free fly that I partook prior to purchasing the game. Mm-hmm. And at 3.15, I was, it was a no-go for me. I, I uninstalled it and was not ready to hop into it. It wasn't until 3.17 where I saw the difference between 3.15 and 3.17 where I was like, yep, it's time. Let's do yeah. it. There's just a huge performance boost. And I think that, that's another thing that people don't take it out. Like the game plays better. and In ways. In, in PvE ways. maybe. Because yeah. the desync is much worse. Oh, yeah. That's the, the one thing FPS I've heard is from better. Everyone in PV in uh, in PvP land land is it's, that that it's these bad. Are bad. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, it's still fun, but it's yes. bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I think if if and I'm I still think it's at this point it's just copium or hopium that that three eighteen gets out before the end of the year. Um. That like 
318 was designed to be the cap on the end of the year for CIG, where like they built all these structures up, they had them all ready to go, and then they could do 318 and they just would unleash a lot of content that we'd never seen before on it. But I think I think if 318 had released at the end of the year, I would be a little bit more optimistic on this year. But as it's even if it was a train wreck, which it probably would have been, um, I would still echo uh, your sentiment, Gal, in the sense that I would say it's like a six point five between a six and a seven. Um, Not a terrible year, but a mid year. No, Um, and then we also had some real positives. Like Siege was like insane. Siege was amazing. I had never ever experienced anything like that on that scale. I couldn't, it was just wows after wows for the first few days. It was, it was amazing. Jumptown is a yeah. whole other thing too. Like that's yes. a love the mayhem that comes with it. I think you missed out on the good Jumptown. I think, um, I think the economy is too inflated at the moment. I mean, back when it was like bounty missions gave you 5k and mm-hmm. that was it. People cared more about money and you could, you could set up things in the verse and be like, hey, we'll pay you two mil each for killing one of us and we're on foot near something and people would come. But now it's like people make too much money and Jumptown comes around and people are just there to kill people. They don't really care about the boxes unless they're yeah. like, you know, role-playing that kind of thing because it doesn't give you more money than mining. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, as Chet's pointing out, that that Moon's never even experienced Xeno threat. So I have never ever, oh. and based on based on the descriptions that I'm hearing, I think Xeno threat might actually be will be my most favorite. Just large scale space combats with yeah. uh, with with capital ships. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm hoping it's coming. It's back. cool. Yeah. Um, but I would say overall, this year was not the best year of Star Citizen. But I also wouldn't say it's the worst year of Star Citizen. Yeah. It's kind of an eh year. It's, it's as sports fans like to say, it's a rebuilding year. It's, it's a year where they had to yeah. do a lot of basic stuff added into the game, which just would have taken time anyways. And they still surprised us with cool additions which weren't planned. So, yeah. uh, Like Bruce said, it's a mid-year. It's not a bad year. It's yeah. a mid-year. That's fine. Though, Though I do know from I do know you you, you young and speak and know that mid year something that is mid actually means it's bad but you don't want to say it's bad but it's I like, mean legitimately <laughs> mid not not like it's not like, like zoomer dis- mid but mid <laughs> mid is like disappointing rather than bad kind yes. of thing yeah um, yeah I say this that this year was a disappointing year not a not a bad year but I'd say it's I had higher hopes for it and you know a little bit down. Uh, but I do also know that there's a lot of newer people like Moon who've joined joined the game. And uh, the 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 sentiment that I've been seeing is just over, overall whole, like massively positive for a lot of those new folks yeah. who've joined in the last six, six to eight months. So I mean, yeah, we touched that on, I think, the last time I was on here when people were talking about the new player experience. But, and I still think it's really good because there's such a learning curve and people can really sink their teeth into it. For a long throw, time, so throw the book at you and be like, "Good luck, here's some keys." Yeah, throw it in like, your face, go. boom. Yeah, it's just like, oh, world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you and and that is a huge. I think that is a, a bit of an uh, of a boost where it's not babying you. It's just like you walk out and that's the world. You walk out in, in Art Corp and you walk out of your your hab and you look around and you go, 
those are people walking around. This is this is yes. the world I'm in, and then trying to figure it See, out. See, I think so. that's something that I found that was not so fun about Dark Tide, having to do like three separate tutorials before you can actually play with your friends. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. ah, I just want to play. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's move on to the next topic, which would be um, the year going forward. So, let's think about 2023. In terms of your, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2023? We'll start with you on this one, Moon. What are you looking forward to in 2023? That based off of what you know. Um, well, there's actually quite a few things that I'm looking forward to. Well, there's, like you said, there's things that I'm looking forward to. And then there's things that I'm hoping for. Um, one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to are the changes to Korea. So for me, Korea is probably my most favorite POI in the game, hands down. If I can, I will always log out there at the end of the night. I will land my ship on the pad and I will log out just to get that excitement, the rush of logging in and you just never know who's there, what's happening. So I'm very, very much looking forward to the changes in Korea, for one. Um, Honestly, Master Modes is one of those as well. Like Master Modes is kind of akin to Super Cruise from Elite Dangerous, which kind of makes sense to me. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that and the implications that that has for combat as well as for racing, because I know that something different is being applied for racing in terms of, a, in terms of Master Mode. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the knife fights, man. I know a lot of people are going to be crying about it, but... I'm I'm looking forward to it. That dogfighting knife fights are always fun, especially when Star Citizen used to have something like that. But when I played Elite Dangerous and and knowing those those fights, I, look, I don't think people are ready for the intensity, like the just gripping your stick or yeah, um, or or like really like you don't realize sweating you're so it tense. out. Yeah, when when you get into those fights until you until you've actually like stepped away from it, like whoa, okay. Um. All right, let's go to you, Gal. What are you hoping for? What are you, what are you looking forward to for next year? Next year, I mean, you know, the big things, the SBK, the Clasher, mm. the Master Modes. Um, I mean, we're already, we're already seeing people prepare for it. Um, we were hunting bounties last night, and there were five dudes, and they locked down SBK. Um, they're all in, like, Scorpii and... and arrows and three of them go in and there's no one around and then they all suddenly disappeared off the map and we were like what happened some dude in global chat piped up and said he'd been sitting in spk for like two hours watching netflix <laughs> and those dudes came in and he wiped all of them <laughs> just, uh, just, uh, uh, sitting in there like a little rat <laughs> and he was like it was a rat move and i'm goddamn proud of it like, oh my god only in Korea, man. Me. Gotta love it. Korea, so will, funny. Korea will never not be that. That even when they reactivate it, it'll never not be that. That that kind of experience of just like I every corner is someone's gonna kill me. You know, it's Starkov, dude. It's gonna be full on Xville camper mode. Like people mm-hmm. are gonna be just waiting there and figuring out ways so that the NPCs don't attack them. And it's gonna be funny and fun. It'll be good. I hope. Um, yeah, well, yeah. don't forget we're we are QA testers. We're QA testers first mm-hmm. before we're anything else. So we we will we will try to break the game. 
I know no, I will break the game. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we will break the game. <laughs> Mark my words. Yeah. Um, we'll do it again. I tomorrow or tomorrow tomorrow yes tomorrow uh, next year I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to the improvements to the gameplay that they'll add uh, things like obviously things like master modes and such like that which I hope they get out next year but also things like improve like the Gen twelve stuff so like we can get better performance we know that's coming in three eighteen and we know Vulcan's yep. coming shortly after that so it's probably next year. Uh, we, you know, the improvements to PES, uh, I'm looking forward to jump town because 318 got nuts with jump town. For those of you who don't know, uh, jump town got a complete overhaul. It is now an actual town, <laughs> not just, yes. not just, a, a, it, it is huge. It's not, it's not jump house anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, with corridors yeah, I'm also, and multiple Also looking forward so. to that. Yeah. Cause the. The jump town in its current layout is doesn't it's no good. Like it's mm-hmm. you, you you can easily yep. just camp a bottleneck and one person with a grenade launcher can hold that thing pretty much indefinitely. Yeah. You know, if you so, go to FPS, you can work around it. Um and there are tricks like opening and closing the door until they get bored of shooting into the empty elevator and then <laughs> going in. I've done that a bunch of times. Well, you can but, um, you can yeah, clip in and out too, nice. right? I wonder if they they're gonna address that. Oh, yep Mm. yeah Uh, um i'm also looking forward to the events because i would say i'll say star citizen it's it's highlight in the last couple years have been their event system so i know they've got to keep doing an event we know they probably will have an event either for 318 or 319 that they're planning maybe a 318.1 patch or something but because they've been talking about it and a lot of that stuff so i'm looking forward to how the game evolves with its current framework with PES in and uh, Gen 12 in. Uh, I will say I'm hesitant to be helpful about Pyro just because I don't know. I also don't really care for Pyro. I have this thing where when, whenever when someone's like, oh, I'm really looking forward to Pyro, my response is, no, you're not. You're not looking forward to Pyro. <laughs> you're looking forward to gameplay in Pyro. Pyro is just a place right. where you're going to experience that gameplay. And you're going to have that same gameplay in Stanton anyways. And, but, you know, that's when everyone, Relatively, yeah. when everyone says, says something like, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Pyro. It's like, well, you're looking forward to visual representation of the game advancing or you're looking forward to the the piracy or the, the faction gameplay or the building and resource managing. It's like, yeah, all that stuff will be in Stanton before it comes into Pyro. So I feel like and hope that it's going to be a struggle for people who don't have a really strong grip on the game. Um, And I feel like it will be that way. I feel like people are going to struggle and be like, why can't I X, Y, Z? (laughs) I feel like this game definitely has like a weeding out process. Like even just entering the game, a lot of people get weeded out. Mm -hmm. And with the introduction of Pyro, there's going to be further weeding. I'm sure a lot of people will... Rage quit and maybe not even log in ever again. Um, I think that's the other thing I'm hoping for. And that's more of my hope for is that they actually have, they have a new player experience to like at least handhold a little bit to get somebody to get those people who are not like, like, yeah, just give me the keys. I want to go. The people who are like, Hey, I have no idea what's going on. Give them a little bit of an experience. Be like, Hey, this is what you do. Mm. You do this little, these little things, but making it optional is the key because nobody wants to do that. Their first time logging in being like, you know, I don't care. 
<laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I yes, just want I played to see the game. thing. Yeah, or I just want to. I want to. I want to go fail and have epic fails, and then come back and be like, okay, cool. I'll do the tutorial now. So yeah, yeah. I feel like that's one of the big things because, I mean, if you look at the even the um text tutorial on the uh, RSI website, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't tell you how to fly a ship, but it tells you all of your starting stuff that you need to know and everything like that. But uh, people just don't want to read that shit. Nope. <laughs> to be to be honest, it's that, I think I think that's really what it is. I think people who've been gaming a while and they just expect it to be like all the other games. You just walk in, follow the tutorials, and the next thing you know, you're nailing it. Like I personally, like I started watching uh, videos and watching streams maybe a month or two prior to buying the game. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole bunch of research done. I had a whole bunch of questions answered. I had like my my key bindings were already set and ready to go before I even had the game. So it took like a like a month or two of actually learning and studying it to get to where I am now and I'm not even really, you know, fully wrapped wrapped around this game just yet. So there's mm-hmm. a lot more to learn, but I've already learned quite a bit and I think there's there's that expectation. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's a uh... My brain is, is just farted on me, so I don't know. <laughs> um, Poor Serge's wife. F in uh, chat. <laughs> my wife played for the first time in like four years and got lost for two hours in Orison. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. Gamers don't read. This is the other thing. Is that gamers just don't read. Yeah. Nope. It's no, no one. No one wants to. It's not like uh, the old days where you had to because they didn't have like voice actors or anything. So they had to have dialogue. So people read like that for RPGs and other stuff, but people have gotten to the point where they don't want to read. So they don't. And I get it. I Reasons for work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I get why people don't want to do that. Uh, but at the yeah. same time, I, they need CIG needs to have a better, slightly better experience. And so I'm, I'm hopeful or at least interested in seeing what that looks like. So I'm not yeah. going to go reverse. Cause now we're going to go into the more, more uh more fearful set of things gal what do you fear about next year what are the things you you're you're not hoping doesn't happen or you're worried that might happen that you don't think is going to be good um i am really hoping like while a lot of people really really love events i hope mm-hmm. we don't just get jump town jump town jump town jump town nine tails nine tails nine tails nine tails jump it just it becomes old and people stop doing the mission and it's like mm-hmm. i just really hope we don't get a whole bunch of uh i'm trying not to swear because i remember from last time <laughs> uh it's we're 26 <laughs> minutes in you can swear yeah but um i mean like a big part of me not really taking a i mean like we did a lot of siege mm-hmm. but like the jump town stuff just got real old um, because everyone would just sit in fighters above jump town and kill everyone. No one even cared about getting boxes, uh, towards the end. It was kind of boring. And I'm worried that will happen, um, next year with them being like, we don't have stuff and bam, 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 spam, uh, events. I think we really need some QOL when it comes to like being able to share inventories and armor or something like that, because player events are really like, what were what were huge when there was nothing to do like mm-hmm. when we did a i think it was like 30 versus 30 or or something, or 25 versus 25 with zero state and the stuff that um ZDF used to do before mm-hmm. i played and 
and the stuff that Aldo does, Aldo Brink, and we had an event with uh, Orthy recently as well, and it just takes like a week to set up, and then it's like someone can come in an A2, and then it's over. <laughs> and it's like, well, so we need some QOL. We need some quality of life for player events, I think. That's something that I'm praying for. Yeah, Detox as well does some awesome stuff. Yeah. All right, Moon. Yeah. Same question for you about this. Um, what do you fear might happen next year? Um, well, just because just because I have no real reference point, like all I know is just the last eight months. I, I don't know what it was like during Christmas last year, how how that launch went, etc. But now, now that Gal mentioned specifically the events. I'm um I to be honest, I was not really impressed with how the Ninetail lockdown kind of rolled out this time. Um with between just the delays, the you know, we all followed the schedule, but ended up waiting for hours just for the mission to be bugged. And so yeah. I'm I'm hoping less less of that. Um I don't know, just as a new player, I think my concerns are maybe maybe a little bit more up from the outside. Um, I'm worried that um, they're, people are going to fucking hate me for this, but I'm worried that more ships are going to be sold and less are actually going to come out in the game. Okay. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, like I when, I, yeah. when I came in, the Banu Merchantman was a thing. And mm-hmm. it, I was so much under the impression that that was going to be in the game and that we, you know, as players, we get to enjoy things like that. So I understand the complexity of something that size in, in a game with the servers in its current state. I completely understand that. Um, I'm just worried what that, what that means for all the other ships that, that people have been waiting for, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of hoping that we get more ships, bigger ships in the game and maybe, less push for concepts and stuff like that. If they release the Banu Merchantman now, what do you think it would do? Well, I don't know. I was like, I keep, I like, I keep hearing about the Gemini and that if you like back in the day when it was first introduced, if you spawn what, two, three of those in a server, the whole thing takes a shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm the guessing uh, mm. the Starfare. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm guessing exactly that. Did you guys play on um, Origin and Aegis Day in uh, in the um, Aerospace Expedition Week? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if it was. I didn't recognize any. The server, as soon as people were able to get eight nineties and reclaimers out, took a massive dump. Mm-hmm. That is not me just saying don't bring out ships, but I don't know. I feel like my. I don't know if we want to get into ships and that. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. I mean, I it's, it's it's a legitimate concern, especially because yeah. that is that is something that's come up in the community before, which is um, this concern about concept ships versus released ships. Yes. Um, so, like, what, what, go ahead, keep the, going. What you say? The question I ask when people are critical on um, bringing out concept ships and stuff like that, and while they might think it's about money or whatever, which obviously it partly is, but. How many people do you think are on the concept team? <laughs> is what I ask a lot of people. So I think a lot of people don't realize that it's three people out of the entire company. And they're not even in the same studios. What do you mean? Working on the concept or creating concepts? Concept artists. All of it. He's talking about. Yeah. Wow. The people working concepts, there's three people. Now, people are saying, 
you should concept one ship and then wait till that tech is there and then bring out that ship. But I think that's a very... I guess we we saw the um the thing that Morph posted. A lot of people saw the Twitter with the um like the timeline of how long things would take. And I think mm-hmm. if people if it were if uh I think it would actually obviously like that's all guesswork mm-hmm. and not completely true. Um, <laughs> not true at all, really. No offense. Um, I'm not trying to start drama. I love Morph, but um, if we had ships concepted and released one by one it would take so fucking long but now instead we have ships that share design languages like the galaxy the polaris and the um uh my brain is leaving me the other rsi ship the uh, the P- perseus the perseus yeah they concept ships slowly work on them get them up to a point as far as possible and then by the time tech comes out, they can go bang, 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 and do a rerun on all of the ships and release them quicker instead of waiting for an entire design process and an entire, you know, getting everything to work. It's like if if they didn't work on big ships slowly, like the Banu Merchantmen slowly coming and not being released, we wouldn't have anything by the time these um these uh gameplay loops come out. We wouldn't have a ship. Yeah. Uh, and chat's mm. like, I don't believe there's three people. You can look at the number of people who are working on. on ja- I talked to Jake about it. Um, there, there are three Because I didn't artists. have this opinion before. He's talking about it. Yeah, he's talking about three artists. Yeah. Not, no, we're not talking about yeah. like the people who actually make the ships. Those people are separate team that actually develop those ships. And there are three teams that develop those ships. There are three people yeah. who do the concept art for those ships. And sometimes they hire outside people to do concept art. But yeah. Yeah. There's definitely legitimate criticism, obviously. Like, I'm not taking away any criticism because there's obviously stuff. But for me, a lot of the criticism I see is just like, fix the game, stop designing ships. And it's like, well, they're different teams. And the artists can't fix the, you know, the service. So (laughs) I don't know. I think it's a big nothing burger, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, as somebody who's new to it, like, and with very minimal game dev develop um experience qa experience and stuff like that i uh i definitely did not know that how yeah. um how many people were allocated to each team and how the flow like that works it's just interesting because and again i'm probably a lot of people are not gonna be impressed with this but as a new player when you come into it and you see things like this happen uh ships getting pushed but then other things being sold immediately afterwards like that it's almost like a, you know, why, why, why would they stop? You know, it's like you can print money, so why not just keep keep doing that? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's a completely about printing printing money. I mean, for instance, a lot of people complain about the galaxy. I picked one up for free. I just melted three ships I didn't use. But um, every disclaimer says you are buying a concept, not a ship. Um, and I think that's a a thing that people. Don't stop to take a look at the benefits of that. Like, you can spend 350 bucks for a ship that you get, a, like, more than $600 loaner for, for however long that ship is in concept. And that price of that ship is going to go up. So I've melted three ships for the Galaxy. And if when the Galaxy comes out, I fucking hate it, I can just melt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to be more than 350 bucks. So, I don't know. I don't see it as such a negative as everyone has seen it, but... Yeah. Again, gamers don't like to read, so... 
I, I see the I see the argument, and I personally don't like CIG making larger ships in concept when they have so many in the backlog, because the question I always come up to is like, there's the X1, which I don't care about. I, the X1 I sucks. It's it's a terrible idea. It's 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 Optimus or not it's it's Megatron. It's just a flying gun. So it, it looks silly and stupid. It's great. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. I love it. Um, but like, I can understand something like the Ranger because the Ranger is is it's a it's a motorcycle. They never really made a motorcycle before, so they, they kind of like we're waiting for they're waiting for other allocations. And I can understand things like the Bano Merchantman may be getting delayed because like they're like, but we don't really have the selling gameplay that'll be available, and it's going to take a lot of work and effort and take people off of. I mean, how long team. does it take to feel a C two now? It's like you're never going to feel that Bano Merchantman. Like um, <laughs> it's yeah. going to sit on the Microtech Lake and do nothing. And so there's, I understand some of, especially like the larger ships, but the X one is just a racing. It's just, it's just a, a, a a Knox, but human made. That's all it is. And it's like CIG even developed the 400 I with a Knox, uh, garage or not Knox app, an X one garage specifically for the X one. And they still haven't released the X one. They released the hover quad. Before they release the X one, I hate it's the like, Hulk one. I hate I'm it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. It, it's just my brain hurts at that yeah. point. It's like CIG. Why? Just it's like I can't, I can't take but a couple of months for to knock that out there. Yeah, um, yeah, that is a big question. Where's the X one? Where is it? Where is it? So yeah, it kind of kills the 400 I for me too. To be honest, can't literally can't find any other reason to fly it. The X one is the real four hundred four I. But but it's the thing. It's like like I I could understand um, releasing like like releasing uh, releasing smaller ships and and do, doing concept ships for like smaller ships. But they already are so far behind on the, their big list of bigger ships, and they know it's going to take them a long time. Yeah. Why add to that list? Because for me that just seems like because I'm. I didn't buy the galaxy. You know, I don't yeah. have no, no dog in that fight. Uh, but I just, to me, it's like, this seems like you're just adding more work for yourself for no yeah. reason. Um, I feel like it does seem like that. And I don't know where they're going with the whole modularity thing. Cause that was kind of like, yes, no, yes, no. As mm-hmm. we've seen throughout development with the cutties and everything. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree there. I, I, I think, fine. yeah, I mean, well, Star Citizen players disagreeing. What? <laughs> we can't be friends. We can't be friends anymore, Paul. That's it. that's it. It's over. I'm leaving. No, but <laughs> but yeah, it's um. I don't know. I I see it as a way to like be able to kind of push more ships out in a row when they do come around to having that gameplay and stuff. But there's just there's no gameplay there for it yet. Um, mm. and I think you know a lot of a lot of the complaint is like. People don't understand. People are buying $350 ships and, you know, they don't know what they're getting self- themselves into. They're not going to come out. And I'm like, at this point, if you're problem, spending though. $350 yeah. on a ship, you should probably fucking know what you're getting into. Otherwise, you're just a dumbass. Like, have some responsibility for where you spend your money. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what you're, you're expecting, like, a tipping point then that's coming up where all of a sudden things are just going to start flooding into the game? Gameplay so it, it will be like that. Let, let me let me explain a little bit because there's something that you because you're newer you haven't experienced this. CIG develops this in uh, develops this, develops their ships in batches. That's the reason why we got a ton of Drake ships this year 
because they were working on the Corsair. So while they were working on the Corsair, they created the Mule and the Cutter and the Vulture. So all four of those ships, all Drake ships, came out this year because the team that was working on them was all working on them at once. And so they use assets from all of the different ships. And they did the same thing with the, uh, the Aegis line. They've done the same thing with the uh, with Origin. They've done it with, uh, to yep. a degree, I think they've done it with Anvil. Um, and Yeah, uh, so, it's so they can focus on like a certain design language kind of thing. Yeah, so they can build up the the assets and then they can just kind of throw these ships together as they need to so like the argument that i've seen people have for like the galaxy is the galaxy is the style guide for large rsi ships so that Mm -hmm. once that's done they can just take a lot of those same like corridors those same paneling and they can just slap that onto the perseus or the the polaris Polaris. they'll just Ah, okay right quicker like a production line that that makes that makes a lot of sense okay that's that's very reasonable um so yeah yeah, Cupan's pointing out the vulture isn't out yet, but we've seen it twice <laughs> in, in game already. It's been it's been the, with the internals and all that kind of stuff fleshed out even. So, um, mm. but yeah, uh, so that's I think that's what what Gal is trying to say is that like as things go forward, things go faster, and because they go faster, yep. they'll be put out. Plus, they're hiring new people all the time, and there's a lot of this this kind of element uh. of new stuff going on in the background that is slowly increasing and. For context, especially for those of you who are newer, who are watching this, it used to take them a year, maybe two years to produce one ship. So they had three teams producing a ship and it would be, and it wasn't just like a big ship. It was like the 300 would take a year. Mm. Like the Avenger yeah. took a year. And wow. yeah, now, now they push out like a cutter that they started in like, they, I'm sure they started the cutter in like July and finished yeah. it in like October. It just... Stuff Done. comes faster, and yeah. that's the same thing that's going to happen with capital ships. Can I just quickly shout out that if anyone has experience in game dev and really likes Star Citizen, there's 140 positions on cloudimperiumgames.com slash jobs. 140 mm-hmm. positions that need to be filled, and a lot of them are engineering and programming jobs. Yeah. So, yeah. what are you everybody. applying? What are you applying to then? Me? Fuck, I've got no game dev experience. I'm, I'm a doofus, bro. <laughs> I did a fucking arts degree. <laughs> uh let's end this off with more of a kind of a more of a uh i was gonna say my 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 own uh concerns i guess i was i was gonna say because i actually said my concerns but my concerns is more uh, cig getting and honestly it's it's recycling the uh what what gal said the recycling the 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 events i think the recycling the events is a problem because cig has been leaning hard on them it's like this is the content in our games like yeah you don't do that that should be the And then you do an investigation mission and it doesn't work. And it's like yeah. bruh. Right. Yep. If if yeah. it, if if I was uh hoping for anything, if I was really like fearing and hoping for something would be fearing that they're not going to to work on basic f- missions and and improving those that experience mm. of the basic missions. Yeah. Because that is the that is the probably the biggest problem with the new player experience. It's not where do I go? Where do I find my ship? Because people will eventually find out how to find their ship and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they take 16 hours to get to their ship. And then when they take off, they to go do a mission, the mission glitches out and fails. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, that's the hard thing. It's when it's something that's not in your control that fucks up. And then people yeah. are like, did I do something wrong? I don't understand. Yeah. It's hard to tell when it's hard to tell the difference between a bug and a, a feature. It's when and, you have yeah, user problem. error. 
Um, yeah. And Star Citizen is already a complicated game as it is. So it's, it's so I, even I sometimes go, is this supposed to happen? Like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, and uh, I would say that would be my biggest fear is, is CIG not working on that experience and improving that, the kind of a quality of life update. Because yeah. honestly, a lot of tech could like, they could not have server meshing next year if they improve the day-to-day gameplay where you can get in, play for four to f- three to four hours, have a good solid experience, feel like you've done some, some, some work and then log out people would not complain about this game. Well, they still would, but they wouldn't complain about it as much if that experience was tight and even not even tight, even if it was just more functional. So, yeah. Yeah. As I said, QOL and be able Mm -hmm. to get into stuff faster, Um, but have that option to shop and everything. But like, as someone just in chat said, I mean, as gaming said, it's not single dad friendly. Can only jump on for a few minutes at a time and then get to your ship, have to run to the kids and then you get uh, thrown out. I mean, there's ways to work around that. Bedlogging is a big one that would help. Uh, jump in between moons, bedlog it, and then when you jump back in, you can just go straight into a mission. But, um, you know, I don't think it was ever meant to be like a truly casual, completely friendly game, if yeah. that makes sense. You should be able it's to run MMO. like a mission, though. Like, you know. Yeah. But that, yep. Yep. And I think, I think that's the biggest problem they have right now, is that it, it, to run a mission by yourself, it can take... And thirty minutes to an hour if you're if you don't have everything set up properly. So. I've been playing for two years and it takes me the same amount of time as you guys. Yeah, yeah the so. the sixty to ninety minute logistics at the beginning of every session that's you're not getting away from that. Yeah, definitely, yep. definitely learn that. And not this is this is outside of the thirty k's, the inventory issue, the your ship randomly exploding, people yeah. just tripping over and dying, like yeah. all of these things I experienced within the first week of hopping into this game. So, um, yep. Yeah. And, and as think, we know, new players are bug magnets. So it yes. works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's, that's the thing as well Is like, I think if CIG worked on tightening up that quality of life experience of, so that logistics, because you can get that logistics down to two minutes, you know, yep. spawn in, get some food, get some water, eat, drink, find a mission, go to your new mission, make sure you're spawned into the right location. So, yeah, uh, th- those sorts of things can happen. You can do it. It's just at any of those steps, you could end up phasing through reality or an elevator mm. could eat you or you could yep. end up in the sun. Like, like there's there's too many of those variables and those things are still going to happen. But if they happened yeah. less, I think that would be more. People it would be, be nice. Okay that. And I think you know. the thing that people which is, I don't know if this is good or bad. I don't know if this is the way CIG wants it. But you kind of have to be like, if you can only play for like an hour at a time or something, you roll in for one session, buy all of your shit, and buy like multiple sets of everything so that you mm-hmm. can just double click your inventory a bunch of times to get going. But like, how many people do that? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah, ways around it, but it's tedious. It's super tedious. tedious. And is this before or after you try to talk somebody how to get out of the, the Grim Hex elevator? Have you ever tried to do that? <laughs> yes. Verbally yeah, explain I find it to somebody? <laughs> okay. Verbal explanation. Wait till those door clo- doors close when you're at Grim Hex, and there is a middle bar, like a gray bar. You go in the middle of that, and then there's a rug that's on like a 45-degree angle, and it's like in the middle there. You just go up and down, put your sound high, and you'll hear, and you want to click the bottom one. 
That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You lost. You lost. You know when you're in game. <laughs> <laughs> it's in between just, the bar and the mat. And you no, go I know. I'm just breaking your balls here. I always just tell people it's just the mirrored image of mm -hmm. of the panel that's already there. And yeah, usually works. But man, imagine being your right. first day or your second day, your first week, and you spend yep. more time in that grim elevator than anywhere else. Yeah. yeah, and then people don't know how to reset their spawns to their home because there's yeah, no tutorial. Just, there's yeah, there's, there's no there's no there's yeah. no way no you, you learn that. Yeah. You just kind of have to know it. Um, yeah. yeah, I but uh, let's let's end with with kind of a positive note on your most memorable moment. Something that just stands out to you right now from 2022 in Star Citizen. I'm going to start with you, Gal. I know Newtilly will love this one. Siege of Orison. We, I think, may have been the first group to have completed it, or one of the first groups when it came out. We were sitting there ready on the dot for it to come out at the platform. Event starts, six of us. And we did the entire event from every single sergeant. We didn't turn any of the iffies off, so we went platform to platform without the iffy. Um, every event, every single um, sergeant, and went to the end, completed the mission, six people. It was like the most insane thing ever. And I wish that we could... Well, I mean, we're going to have the other platforms at Orison that are going to come with these mm -hmm. kind of events, which will be like, I hope it's going to be as crazy. Because at the moment, I know some people do struggle if they don't come from an FPS background in terms of bunkers and they die. But like for someone who does do FPS... I can clear the bunkers with my hands. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 you could send me in any bunker naked and I'll be able to complete it. Easy. Um, so it's just not challenging at all. Um, especially from someone who plays Stalker and stuff like that where the AI is really hard or armor. Um, that event was just like... Oh. Like we had... It was like we were like a SEAL team going in. One person gets separated. Like you get separated, you get an injury and you have to fight your way back to the group to catch up. And it was like, by the time we even got to the end of it, other people were only just sitting on the iffy and it was just like, it was the most amazing experience ever. Um, despite being recycled over and over again. And you can't really blame that because the the events team for the live servers is a really small team as well. As well. But yeah, if you've done Siege of Ars on a low pop server, Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a low pop server. There wasn't many people on that one. It was mm. amazing. The NPCs were working with a good server and a lot of people complain about the AI. The AI is actually really good in Star Citizen. It's just the uh it's capped by a server performance. So yeah. That's my good experience. <laughs> nice. Moon, what is your best experience in twenty twenty two? Um to, uh, to be honest, my response to this would probably be a little bit lame. I don't really, I can't really think of, everything's just fresh. Everything has mm -hmm. just been so, so good for me. Um, I think really it's just, um, I like, like a good session of Siege of Orison, for example. You get four or five people in it. You got a tight formation. Um, everything is running like a well-oiled machine or a, or a jump town event where both sides are willing to, to play it as is intended and go the distance with the role playing so that, you know, people are not just passing with A2s and eclipses and just kind of ending it right then and there, you know, but mm. for me though, the most fun that I've had in this game is, um, I, and I keep saying, I keep using this phrase. It's, I like the edge of the sandbox. I like 
going to the edge and finding the sandiest part of the sandbox where there's less toy, less toys, more sand. So it's just, it's anything from learning how to bypass the, the autopilot and landing your ship on cloud view and running NPCs over with your STV or, you know, breaking or, you know, breaking into the million mile high club at area <laughs> 18, stealing all their booze and going for a swim. And then in the breaking into the fish tank. Exactly. <laughs> That's the, that's those are always the best times for me in this game and 99% of the time those will be off the board. They won't be any missions, they won't be anything that's actually designed by the game, but it's just how far we can push it. So there's there's been a lot of those and um so I'm looking forward to more more of that. More sandbox, more sand, sandy sandbox, right? More sand. Sandy that's sandbox. right. Um, I will say my most memorable experience from 2022 was uh, that they, when they added um, outposts to the game, uh, derelict outposts, they kind of just said it was in there and I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then I watched somebody who like pulled out and was like, what is this? And it was like the, re- the piece of the relic from the Hadesian relics. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> they added lore to the game. They actually added something <laughs> from lore to the game. And so it was at that point that I pulled the trigger and actually made myself my own org uh, based off of just hunting relics because it's like, this is cool. And uh, at one point we were doing our first ever expedition where we're going out as a group to go look for, for relics. And uh, we were like, light them up on the ground. Cause you know, you're getting close to the, the, the NPC spawn. So you shoot them down before you land. And uh, Hey, It's Nick was on. He was like, I love archaeology. And that's just become the, the joke from now on. It's just, it's just I love archaeology. Just, just doing, doing stupid things like going out and looking for relics, which have no value. They're completely pointless. But you, uh, you, you go there and you kill everything at the site to go find maybe one piece of like metal, which is aged that nobody cares about that kind of, that kind yeah. of experience in star citizen is, is what I want to do in long term. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm with you on that. You're talking to a guy who goes around and collects all the IV bags out of the, the med rooms. <laughs> what for? I have no idea, but I got to have it. <laughs> that's and then that's the kind of thing I want to be able to do. Or, you know, I want to be able to have those things and do stupid things with them. Um, yeah. and, uh, that's, that's, that's what I like that they started doing that in 318 or 317. And I hope that they continue to do that in the future. So, yeah, I feel like your org is going to kind of be like the, um, John plays a stalker, mm-hmm. like the ecologists. It's yeah. like friends of the bandits, friends of the good guys. Yeah. But like, everyone's like, yeah, these guys are cool. Like, <laughs> and everyone will help out and be like, oh, we found a relic. What's this, you know, do. And yeah. 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 That kind, of, that cool. kind of idea. Yeah, uh, a less 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 zealous Brotherhood of Steel or or uh, less yeah. dickish um, uh, British <laughs> Museum, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for for joining us with this discussion. Um, I've, I've, we're going to be moving over into the question and answer sessions with these two, but make sure you're following Moonwatcher and Gal on their social medias, and uh, make sure I want to hear your thoughts, your thoughts on 2022, and your hopes and fears for 2023. And those of you who are watching this on YouTube after the fact, right above Moonwatcher will be a link. Click that link and you'll be able to watch the Q&A, which will already be up at the time of this going live. 
and of course, if you want to join us live, we are doing this on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash theastropub. And like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs>